Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Cats at Night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. On the line with us from Albany, we have Fred Dicker. Fred, why is everybody up in Albany, why, why are they afraid to challenge the, and have our city safe? I don't think they are, John. It depends on who you're talking about. If you're talking about the New York City legislators who come up from the city to Albany, party and raise money and then go back home, that's one thing. But upstate legislators increasingly are concerned about what you're describing because upstate cities are racked by crime just as New York City is. And Fred Dicker, we were talking about that guy that shoved the other person on the subway, you know, that viral video. That suspect, he has almost, I think it's 30 arrests, 10 of them sealed, some of them attempted murder. He is the poster child for bail reform. I've also just learned that he's being remanded pending a psych evaluation. What do you think that kind of video, those crimes are having an impact on, on the race, specifically the governor's race? Powerful impact. Kathy Hochul's in trouble. A couple of hours ago, the Albany District Attorney, David Soares, a Democrat, basically ripped Hochul's claims that she's doing a lot to fight crime. It's become the number one issue, and on a per capita basis, many listeners might be surprised to hear, many upstate cities like Rochester and Syracuse have a higher rate of crime shootings than New York City does. I mean, it's a serious problem around the state, and our lawmakers, they're all Democrats, are not appropriately, not properly addressing it. Fred, it's Tony Carbonetti. I'll, I'll bet you right now that if Hochul's people are listening, they're sending about a dozen of those no-gun zone signs right to Vito's office to put up around that school to protect those kids. You know, those signs really you, work. <laughs> let me tell you, Hochul's people are running scared. I was, run, I was around in 1994 when Pataki beat Mario Cuomo. Nobody really thought that could happen. We have the same feeling now. This tremendous energy for Lee Zeldin. I, I, I agree with you. I think Lee is saying the right things. I say I think that when he talks about being forceful, when she mentions gun laws and he says, well, it's not the law. It's the district attorneys that don't enforce the law. It's the criminals, too. How about put them behind put bars? Put them behind bars, but the DA if has to do put, it. If you put the criminals behind bars, the 3,000 that the uh, police commissioner was talking about, you know, what, what do we call them? Repeat offenders. Recidivist. Violent offenders. Correct. You know, there's, a, there's a real truth out there that they don't want to confront. The overwhelming number of these repeat offenders are African-Americans, and the Democrats are very, very loyal to a black constituency. I don't care they what they look like. they war on legal gun owners, they're warring on white people who often vote Republican, so it's easy for them to do that. But Fred Dicker, the majority of victims are what color? Absolutely African-American. There you I go. Mean, that's what's the tragedy of the whole thing. These people who claim that they represent the interests of African-Americans, the black elected officials, are doing just the opposite. If they were really representing their interests, they want every criminal with an illegal gun put in prison. Fred, no, nobody asked Vito what color that little 14-year-old boy is, and no one Absolutely really cares. Not. He's no, a 14-year-old kid. We didn't ask who it was. Right? He's a 14-year-old kid. 14-year-old kid. That's at school. 
He should be protected. We don't care the color of the suspect or the victim. We just want people to be safe. Right. Yes. And we don't even talk about the culture that's producing all of this because that's sort of been, you know, uh, you know, anathema. Off the record. You're not allowed to talk about it. No, you're not allowed to talk about it. So what, where do we go from here? Do you think the rest, I mean, we know upstate New York kind of maybe what way it'll go, but do you th- really see that groundswell, that support for Zeldin right outside in New York City and right outside of it? Just a quick anecdote. I was talking to a top union official in New York, public employee unions. He said they're scared because there's no excitement for Hochul. In the city Good. of Albany, six to one Democratic, there are no signs around for Hochul. There are quite a few signs for Lee Zeldin. No bumper stickers for Hochul. There's a sense that people don't know Jeez. who she is, and there's no enthusiasm for her. We want uh, we want New York City, New York State safe, and that's it. And uh, Fred Dicker, thank you for calling in. Thank you for advocating safety for our people. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.